Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. Today, host Bill Hodges has a conversation with Ryan Gallucci, Director of National Veterans Services for the Veterans of Foreign Wars. Director Gallucci shares his knowledge of the new PACT Act. He speaks of a special enrollment to get into the VA and discusses some of the presumptive illnesses contained in the Act. During his comments, he shared a special website set up by the VFW to provide help and to answer questions. Most importantly, he stressed the point that one does not have to be a VFW member to get help from the VFW. Finally, they talked about the sharks in the water, the lawyers trying to separate veterans from their benefits. Veterans do not have to pay to get a claim submitted, and the process is much more streamlined than in the past. You'll enjoy, Ryan, and you'll learn a lot. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And I've got a great guest for you today. Every time we do a program, we've got great guests because they're taking time out of their busy schedule to help us. We have Ryan Colucci and he's the Veterans of Foreign Wars National Director of Veterans Services, VFW, Veterans of Foreign Wars. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, and thank you for uh, inviting the VFW to come on and, and, and talk a little, bit about, uh, a little bit about what we're doing. Well, I think it's important that veterans understand that these veterans organizations are not just marching in chowder societies that they do a lot to get us our benefits, to protect our benefits, and to keep us in front of Congress. And I know that's one of the things that you work hard with. And recently, we've had this PAC program, P-A-C-T. That's an act of Congress, probably the largest act that's come out in the last 50 years. But it's like the elephant and the blind men. Everybody sees it differently. And I'd like to have you share for me how you see the PAC program and how you feel it's going to be beneficial to our troops and to our vets. Absolutely. So the PACT Act uh, was the VFW's top legislative priority for the last last couple of years. Uh, and the reason is because we needed to finally, once and for all, address the issue of the toxic hazards and toxic exposures that come along with military service. Now, it took a lot to finally get this bill across the goal line, but what it does is it, it expands presumptive VA benefits for generations of veterans. 
going all the way back to those who were participating in nuclear experiments in the 50s, Vietnam veterans who were exposed to dioxin and other chemicals on, with boots on the ground in Vietnam, even you know service members who shortly after 9-11 were at Kachi Karabad in Uzbekistan staging to go into Afghanistan, all the way up through Iraq, Djibouti, boots on the ground in Afghanistan, and even for veterans who haven't served yet. I think that what the PACT Act did is it provides peace of mind to those who volunteer to wear our nation's uniform and defend our way of life, that if they develop a, a rare disease or a cancer or a debilitating illness years down the road, that they'll be taken care of. Uh, that was probably, look, it's a tragedy with every generation that it seems if you're exposed to something harmful and, and then years later uh, a condition develops, that it would take bureaucrats years to deliberate about whether or not, oh, well, I don't know, is that related to military service or what? Yeah, you know, one of the things here that I like about today's VA, I don't want to talk about grandfather's VA or even my dad's VA or even maybe when I started out in the military. Today's VA is very pro-future. They're pro-thinking ahead. We did, as you point out, so many years of fighting over Agent Orange. Mm -hmm. This VA, under this particular director, isn't doing that. And this Congress is working well to make things better for us. But there are what's called presumptive diseases, I understand. Can you cover for people so they have an idea what these presumptive are and and what is it sure so the pact act covers dozens of of diseases dating all the way back to uh, again some of those nuclear experiments but the, the most critical ones to to keep in mind for vietnam veterans it finally recognizes that hypertension high blood pressure is the result of exposure to agent orange for those who served after 9-11 or, or at any time in the Middle East, really, uh, it acknowledges that the, the hazards of open air burn pits are persistent and result in things like asthma or sinusitis and rhinitis, but also rare cancers, lots of different kinds of cancers. Most of the conditions covered by the PACT Act are cancers. And that's probably the most tragic part is that you had veterans who were exposed to these things trying to prove to VA that this cancer developed years later because of their exposure to a toxin. And I'm really proud that the PACT Act says no more. It's bad enough that you're going through cancer. It's bad enough that you have to receive this treatment. And if it doesn't take your life, it may be, it's probably going to be life altering. So making sure that we link that to military service and get veterans the benefits and care that they deserve is is the critical part of the PACT Act. You know, one of the things that <laughs> I just got a letter because my doctor was talking to me and I didn't realize they were potentially screening me at that point mm. and asked me if I had been exposed to any kind of toxins. And I did mention that a long time ago, I was exposed to some fuel that caused some problems. But, yeah, you know, I... I was a young guy, I just went on, and I got a letter just a few minutes, or actually yesterday in the mail, and the letter said, we want to follow up with you on this. 
That's incredibly positive. Uh, we've seen, I'm really proud of how VA has handled implementation to this point because they opened enrollment to VA care for veterans uh, potentially exposed to toxins for a year. So if you've never been in the VA system, go now, go enroll in VA care before October of 2023. But more importantly, what they've done is they've flagged a number of veterans' records for toxic exposure events. Uh, I'll use myself as an example. So I served in Iraq and had a, a colleague of mine go into my VA claim file, and, and there it was. There was a flag that I had served in a covered area for those toxic exposures. Fast forward, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I have one of the conditions covered by the PACT Act. I filed my PACT Act claim, uh, and I'm going through that process now. You know, VAs reported that they received close to 300,000 claims, and they've taken action on about 100,000 of those as of just this week. That's remarkable. And I think it's a, a testament to how seriously VA has taken implementing the PACT Act. Ryan, let me go back to something you said earlier. If you haven't gone to the VA, you should go now if you think you've been exposed to one of these particular toxins. We have a situation where most of America believes that every veteran gets to go to the VA. And that's not true. And I've argued with congressmen over and over, you know, because somebody worked hard and they've got an income over a certain amount of money, they can't go to the VA. Is there any window here now that negates that? So, yes, temporarily. So until October of 2023, so the, there was one year, it open enrollment for veterans who participated in potential toxic exposure events started October 1 of 22. It closes October 1 of 2023. So veterans who served in Iraq or Afghanistan, boots on the ground, veterans who served in Vietnam, who haven't previously enrolled in VA care can enroll right now if they don't have a service-connected condition already. But that, I think, underscores the importance of filing a VA benefit claim, which is what the VFW prides itself on. We have a global network of more than 2,000 VA-accredited advocates who will help veterans file these benefit claims. Service connection is the primary mechanism through which a veteran qualifies for VA care. And leaving that care on the table is one of the biggest mistakes a veteran can make. It, it's about your personal health, your financial well-being and the like. I have to admit, I left it on the table for almost 50 years before I realized I had conditions that would cause it to bring me into the tent. Oh, wow. And you know, that's that's common. Uh, we hear that from a lot of veterans because, you know, when you leave the military, you know, things may generally be fine. You may have your bumps and bruises, a couple of aches here and there. And and the military was much worse. They're, they're much better about it now. The military is much better now about informing veterans about their benefits. Just had an opportunity to meet with some service members uh, overseas, those serving in Poland and then, you know, in, in Vicenza and Italy, the 173rd and the like. And, and there's definitely a different tone in the force today about understanding personal health and well-being and how that affects readiness. You'd never fire a weapon without a firing pin. Why would you not take care of your body, which is probably one of the uh, most important assets that you have in serving in the military? If one files a claim and it's approved, then a lot of these other things fall off, income, all those things. They will be accepted into the program. Yes, exactly. Uh, once you have a service-connected condition, you're eligible for enrollment. You know, and, and if you're above 
a certain percentage, you can get into those higher priority groups that that eliminate certain copays for for medication and the like, especially priority group one, which is which is generally free care, free prescriptions and the like. If I think that I've served in one of these places, where do I go? Well, the VFW has tried to simplify that. So we created a, a microsite. We call it PactActInfo.org. Again, PactActInfo.org. That provides a referral, well, a simple screening and then a referral to a VFW accredited representative in your state. And to date, we've received more than 2,400 referrals through PactActInfo.org. And what's great about this service is talking to our service officers. Sometimes these veterans just have simple questions. You know, is it something I qualify for? Should I file a claim? You know, they may not file a claim with us, but at least they're asking the question from somebody who's highly trained and accredited by VA and who will provide that assistance and advice free of charge and without any obligation. Do I have to be a VFW member in order to use this site? I'm glad you asked that. Absolutely not. And and that's a common misconception that we hear from veterans. And I'll, I'll share a little bit of my story. When I filed my first claim, someone referred me to the Marine Corps League to help out. Marine Corps League or DAV. And I chose not to go to the Marine Corps League because I wasn't a Marine. I, I served in the Army. What I didn't know at the time is that organizations like the VFW, who were accredited by VA, by law, we're obligated to help any and all veterans who oh, qualify for benefits. Oh, that's good to know. Because I Absolutely. went to DAV just because somebody said, go there. Mm -hmm. and, and they were great with me. I have to admit that all of the groups work hard. We've got about four minutes of broadcast time left. I, I want to be sure we hit on the things that you want most importantly. So in that four minutes, what would you like to do? Well, unfortunately, there there's a bit of... Uh, there's an issue uh, that we see with the PACT Act, and it happens commonly with, with benefit programs. Anytime there's money at stake, you know, people come out of the woodwork looking to scam veterans. And the same thing has happened with the PACT Act. It's one of the reasons we created pactactinfo.org, and we call them claim sharks. And these are private organizations who are not recognized or accredited by VA, who are charging veterans exorbitant consulting fees to help with their VA claims. Now, a veteran should never have to pay for their benefits. There are laws and regulations in place that allow our highly trained advocates to help veterans free of charge. And it's tragic that they're that these companies are targeting veterans with aggressive online ads. I get them on my social media feed telling I. them that, oh, well, we can guarantee you an increase. Where this becomes a problem with PACT Act is you have veterans who have been fighting for years or decades. If you're talking Vietnam veterans who may have been fighting for hypertension for decades, the process became simpler. It is a lot easier to get those benefits because VA is presuming the nexus. That's always the hardest thing, linking that condition to your military service. VA is presuming it now. Every veteran should work with an accredited representative to file their benefit claims. But to be honest, if if they choose not to, I would rather see a veteran do it themselves than work with one of these predatory companies. Just to give some context, a separating service member today, let's say getting out, if they come out of the gate and, you know, head, shoulders, knees and toes, they're granted 100% from VA. Some of these companies, they would owe up to $24,000 their benefits. For and doing... we, haven't, we haven't even talked about the families being ripped off. Exactly. By these people. 
And and I think it's important that families understand they don't have to pay the 40 or 50 percent exactly. in order to get claims. So veterans should seek out free help uh, if they want free help from the VFW. Again, visit pactactinfo.org, pactactinfo.org, and it'll ask some simple screening questions and then refer you directly to a VFW accredited service officer for free help. Well, Ryan Gallucci, I have to thank you so very much. He's the director of National Veteran Services for the VFW. You've done a lot of good for our veterans today. Thanks for coming on. I'd love to have you back sometime. Thank you. Absolutely. It would be my pleasure. I'm Bill Hodges. This has been Veterans Corner Radio. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.